Our idols die slowly. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Monday morning, my friends. Uh, We're moving on today in Acts chapter 19. Going to be looking at verses 28 through 34. And uh, this is the second half of Paul's encounter with the... Uh, disciples of Artemis and the craftspeople who made their living uh, building little trinkets of that idol god. And um, Paul's in a heap of trouble, (laughs) culturally speaking. Um, But that's when the Spirit of God uh, works most powerfully. So uh, we'll move into the text here shortly, but before we do that, Let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you so much, Lord, on this Monday morning for a new and fresh start to a new week. And uh, we're grateful for the weekend, for those opportunities to um, recreate and uh, enjoy family and loved ones. And we're thankful most of all for our mothers as we come out of this Mother's Day weekend. We just give you thanks, Lord God, for the witness Uh, the love, the grace, and the mercy of um, godly women in our lives. Um, Some of those mothers may have been Sunday school teachers for us, or teachers in school, or coaches, or uh, neighbor gals, or friends of our, or moms of our friends, uh, or uh, perhaps we've been blessed with an earthly mother who um, was a a rock star, (laughs) or just a good, normal, everyday mom. Um, We're grateful for those women and their impact on our lives, and we give you thanks, Lord God. Father, as we move into the text today, we pray that your spirit would tune us in to the sound of your voice. We don't want to miss anything you have for us today. And so we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here's Acts uh, 19, 28 through 34. When they heard this, they were enraged and were crying out, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. So the city was filled with the, with the confusion, and they rushed together into the theater, dragging with them Gaius and Aristarchus, uh, Macedonians who were Paul's companions in travel. But when Paul wished to go in among the crowd, the disciples would not let him. And even some of the Asiarchs, who were friends of his, sent to him and were urging him not to venture into the theater. Now some cried out one thing, some another, for the assembly was in confusion, and most of them did not know why they had come together. Some of the crowd prompted Alexander, whom the Jews put forward, and Alexander, motioning with his hand, wanted to make a defense to the crowd. But when they recognized that he was a Jew, for about two hours they all cried out with one voice, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. Um... In the opening to our episode today, I said something to the effect of um, our idols um, don't die easy. (laughs) And that's so true. Our idols don't die an easy death. Um, Paul, by way of simply preaching the gospel, was beginning to challenge the foundations of this community. Uh, the whole community ran on the temple of Artemis, the false god that they worshipped. And uh, many of them were tradespeople who uh, made their full living off of selling trinkets of this idol god, positioning themselves close to the 
the temple and selling their wares to uh, devotees of this God. And uh, that's how they made their living. And so the gospel challenging the foundation of this false belief was ultimately challenging the foundation of these of this entire community. The, the, the society of this entire community was at risk here. And interestingly, uh, the business people saw that, and they were not happy. And so they um, uh, began to stir up trouble against Paul, and now they've organized a gathering. Um, and I love what Luke says in verse 32. There was so much confusion in the assembly, most of them did not know why they had come together. Um, I think we see that in modern protests. You see these people on the streets with signs, and they're protesting against this or that thing politically or whatever. And uh, I'm convinced half the time the great majority of those people are just standing there holding a sign. They have no idea the complexity of the issues or what's really at stake. Uh, They're just there. Uh, kind of doing as they were told, and um, not even sure why they had come together. (laughs) Um, But Paul knew, and his disciples knew, and those who were really devoted to keeping things as they were knew what this was all about. This was an attempt to run Paul and run the gospel of Jesus Christ clear out of Ephesus. And um, that was not going to happen. We know uh, because Paul wrote... uh, wrote a letter to the Ephesians and made a couple of journeys uh, there and back over the years of his ministry and had great pastoral affection for them. Uh, We know that that church in Ephesus took off and the gospel took root. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, We must grapple with the reality that if we are representatives of Christ, we are his ambassadors in the world, and we are preaching a message that goes against the grain of the world's system, uh, it's going to stir up trouble, and it's going to stir up um, defensiveness, and it's going to stir up uh, opposition. Uh, It's just the nature of the deal. And so um, we have to prepare ourselves for that reality as servants of Jesus Christ in this world. And we have one of two choices. We can either back down and shrivel uh, into a ball when things get tough, or we can stand our ground and trust that our God, our great and powerful God, will um, stretch out his mighty hand and give us the courage and the stamina and the resolve to stay at it. He will spiritually empower us for carrying out the mission of Christ in the world. Nowhere in the Gospels (laughs) do I see Jesus saying that it would be easy. In fact, I see Jesus saying, in this life you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And so we take heart knowing that our Lord has overcome and that in him we overcome. And so what a great passage. And uh, I just want to encourage you today, if you're feeling little challenged in your witness. You're facing some opposition at work. You're facing opposition in your community, facing opposition in your social circles. Because you have been more bold with your faith, stand your ground. Stand your ground and be encouraged because you are in good company, (laughs) my friend. Stand your ground for Jesus. Let the gospel do its work and God will be glorified. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to study with us, and I pray that these words would continue to resonate in your hearts as you consider them today, and we'll be back at it again tomorrow, Lord willing. Take care.